MLAs across the province were set to have an automatic raise of 2.3% kick in today, but yesterday, MLAs unanimously voted to forego that automatic pay raise in the midst of this crisis. Joining me now to talk a little bit more about this is Kamloops South MLA, Todd Stone. Todd, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you, uh, Jeff? Uh, not too bad. It's April Fool's Day today. I haven't been pranked yet. How about yourself? You gotten <laughs> a, Anyone got you yet? Well, I think I think uh, I think the weather has pranked us a little bit, actually. Uh, it's pretty darn cold out there, but uh, again, the grand scheme of things, uh, far far more important things to worry about these days. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let, let's get into things here a little bit. Like you had mentioned, uh, it is no joke. COVID nineteen causing chaos really across the globe. Um, the economic impacts, of course, are being felt everywhere, and that includes us here in BC. MLAs were set to have an automatic pay raise kick in today, but yesterday it was voted to defer that for one year. So first and foremost, Todd, I just wanted to ask about how those kinds of conversations, um, you know, went. You know, was it pretty pretty straightforward that that was something that everyone was on the same page about? Oh, absolutely straightforward and, and unanimous. All 87 MLAs of the legislature uh, were of one voice on this, as we have been, uh, I think, uh, in terms of the overall response to this health uh, crisis that we're all facing. Uh, you know, before 2007, uh, MLA compensation in BC was actually set by MLAs. It was controlled by MLAs, and that was changed in, in 2007. It was put into legislation uh, that uh, the salaries of MLAs is tied to uh, to inflation, basically, and, and uh, provides for uh, an inflationary um, uh, increase uh, on an annual basis, uh, typically on April 1st each year. Uh, and, and so, yeah, it was a 2.3% increase that was uh, scheduled for, uh, to take place today. Um, it was an absolute no-brainer, uh, again, for everyone in the legislature to say, uh, no, we're not taking that, uh, that increase uh, um, uh, particularly uh, at, at a time when when everybody is tightening their belts and uh, you know trying to figure out how to how to how to make uh, make a go of it in the weeks and months ahead. So um, the the decision was taken to each of the caucuses. Um, I, I can't speak for the NDP and Green caucuses, but I know what the end result was in their caucuses was the same as ours. It was a very uh, brief discussion and. Uh, uh, again, unanimously supported by all MLAs uh, of the legislature. Yeah, and like like I said, there it seems like a no-brainer for for that um, uh, vote to take place the way it did to unanimously vote to push that off for at least one year, at least twelve months here. So looking, I guess, at, at April one next year for when that percentage increase may come into effect. But um, you know, just when you say it sounds like something that's such an easy decision that makes sense during the the economic times we're living in right now, MPs did vote to go ahead or not vote. They they did end up getting their pay raise that kicks in here today. Um, so I'm sure there are some out there who, who maybe, you know, when it comes to getting a pay raise, you never want to put it off. I know, I know if I was offered a pay raise, I wouldn't want to say, no, no, I'll defer it for 12 months. I would take it if I could get it. So, uh, you know, just obviously, like I said, it makes sense given the economic times we live in. But had it gone ahead, could you imagine what some of the, the pushback would have been from constituents? I'm sure there would have been a lot of unhappy people, as I'm sure there are when it comes to our MPs right now. If you could go ahead with a raise, um, you know. There's a lot of people out there desperate for any dollar, let alone a raise right now. So could you imagine what that pushback would have been had you guys decided to go ahead with a raise right now? Oh, I, I, absolutely. No question about it. And rightfully so. Uh, I mean, talk about, uh, talk about tone deaf. Uh, there, there's, there would be just no, no appetite for, for, for that whatsoever. And, and thankfully, 
Uh, I had no appetite for that, nor did Peter Millibar, and nor did uh, any of the other 87 uh, MLAs in the legislature. Um, I think, to be fair, on the federal side, uh, uh, Kathy McLeod, the local MP, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, she uh, has indicated that she uh, did, did not support the, the wage increase federally, and and I think she has indicated that she's donating her increase to uh, to, to charities in mm-hmm. Canada. So you know, so good on her. I mean, that's that's um, uh, that that's a personal decision that she's made that I think was the right one, and she should be applauded for that. Yeah, I think a lot of MPs out there have done similar things, and, and yeah, definitely happy to hear that Kathy, who was uh, you know not in support of the raise going ahead, is going to donate that raise to charitable causes, and, and a noble move indeed, uh, but still, the just the overall look of, of the fact that it is going ahead is just uh, not great uh, in my eyes at this point in time. Um, yeah, not, 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 not great, and, and a bit, uh, certainly a bit tone deaf. Um, and, and just to be clear on, on, uh, on, the, on the provincial scene, mm-hmm. uh, what, what, what actually happened, yeah, Yesterday, the vote was to uh, to uh, uh, basically pass the motion to put this increase on hold, um, and until we're able to convene as a legislature, uh, during which time uh, the the legislature will vote on uh, foregoing the increase entirely. So it's not um, uh, it's not a situation where we wanted to say, hey. We're not taking it today, but let's just postpone it and take it uh, at some point in the future. Um, the, 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 the sensibility in that legislature, again, across all the 87 MLAs, was we don't want this increase uh, this year, period. Um, procedurally, uh, you, you, can't, um, you can't forego the, the increase on a permanent basis unless you amend, uh, amend the legislation. So that would actually require us to, to reconvene in the legislature in order to make that happen. But uh, that, that two point three percent increase won't be happening uh, for MLAs uh, for this year uh, period. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up because uh, that that yeah that did change a little bit of how I interpreted things. Not a, not a ton, but a little bit. Um, I don't. I did want to ask too while I have you on the line here, Todd, because we saw Premier John Horgan get up and and, and address uh, the people of BC yesterday, thanking healthcare workers, urging people you know to stick with physical distancing and other public health directives to help combat COVID nineteen. Um, I, I just wanted to get your overall thoughts on on just you know what was said yesterday, and I, I know most government is sort of on the same page with how things are being handled at least in this point in time, right? It's not really a time to be pointing fingers and, and name-calling and things like that. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on what was said yesterday by the Premier and, uh, you know, how you feel things have been handled here in B.C., just on a, a very general sense. Well, uh, look, the, the Premier's message yesterday was uh, very much consistent with uh, with, with the, the, the messaging and the, the wide variety of actions that the government, uh, with the full support of the opposition, have taken uh, over the last uh, month or so as we've been in this pandemic. Um, uh, frankly, I think people are, are far less interested in what politicians have to say, the Premier included, uh, than they are as, as to what Dr. Bonnie Henry and, and public health officials have to say. And, you know, I, I take my hat off to uh, Dr. Henry for the, the absolutely uh, incredible uh, leadership that she has demonstrated uh, in, in navigating this province through this crisis. Uh, she's, she, you know, every, every day on the television, I don't know how she does it, uh, she hasn't had any time off for weeks. And she just gets up there as cool as a cucumber and, you know, just lays out the facts. Uh, and that's how we're going to get through this. Uh, people need to, to listen to what she has to say and to follow her direction. Um, at the moment, uh, physical distancing is probably, and staying home is probably the, the, the most important things that we all need to read 
redouble our efforts and and uh, continue to remain committed to to doing because uh, we do seem to be making a little bit of progress. Uh, if you look at the rate of increase uh, of spread uh, of the of the virus. Uh, it does appear to be slowing somewhat, uh, but let's not get complacent. Uh, let's let's continue to, to, to work hard to um, to do our part individually. And I, I'm really proud of of Cam Lupsians and and folks in the Thompson Valley because I think I think uh, everyone is getting that message and is doing uh, their part uh, to to uh, help help uh, each other get through this. Yeah, yeah, I think that last part is important too when you say, um, you know, it looks like things are improving and, and we hope that things are improving and the actions we are taking is, is out there to help, uh, but we have to stick with them just because things look like they're getting better doesn't necessarily mean they are and if we just decide to uh, kind of fall back to our normal way of life, well, that's not going to help the situation get any better. So just uh, just wanted to point that out there. And, and Todd, one more question while I have you because, you know, of course, when we're talking about government, there is still you know, some work that has to continue. Everything doesn't shut down just because, uh, unfortunately, you know, things are closing, but work still does need to go ahead. And, and there are a couple of issues that you have kind of been on top of here over the last little while. And one of them was talking about condo and strata insurance. And I just wanted to kind of get some thoughts on kind of how these files are being handled during this time. Is it is it like tougher for you to kind of think about that kind of stuff? Or, or maybe it's even easier given that you have a little more time to, to sit around than potentially you normally would. Well, our, our number one priority at the moment is to continue to do everything we can to support people in, in Camelot and the Thompson Valley. You know, Peter and I are in constant contact uh, with uh, dozens of people who are, are still, you know, emailing us, phoning our offices. Our offices may be physically shut down, but they're still up and running. Our staff uh, and, and Peter and I are working remotely in our respective homes. Uh, so that's job number one, yeah, to do everything we can to support our constituents. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, call volumes and email volumes uh, are definitely up and, and, and rightfully so. Um, yeah, it, it, the other part of the job is uh, is the criticals that we have and, and uh, the issues and uh, the files that we uh, were on top of uh, prior to this uh, this COVID uh, crisis. And, um, you know, you still do the, the work you can there. I'm still hearing from lots of people that uh, are, are facing astronomical increases in their strategies. Uh, we're continuing to advocate uh, behind the scenes directly to government uh, that as part of their broader uh, economic uh, action plan here, they need to bring some solutions to the table uh, to, to help offset uh, these, these massive increases in insurance costs uh, for stratas and, and strata unit owners. Uh, because certainly, um, uh, you know, prior to any of this COVID crisis happening, it was uh, it was tough for people to, to pay an extra two, three, four hundred dollars a month in strata fees. Um, it, it's now, you know, even that much more uh, necessary to, to take some action here. So, you know, we might not be out there beating the drums, uh, you know, doing media interviews and, and um, you know, standing up in question period in the legislature and, and you know, taking it to the governments on some of these issues. Uh, but we're sure as heck working hard uh, and, and advocating as, as necessary behind the scenes uh, because, that, you know, work of... Uh, work of the legislature and, and of the elected officials on behalf of British Columbia has to continue. So uh, folks can rest assured that it, that it, that it certainly is uh, behind the scenes. Well, Todd, thank you so much for taking the time today. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, you know, obviously we're all in this thing together and then hopefully we'll get through this sooner than later, but we'll I'll just have to take it one day at a time. Anything else you want to add while I have you on the phone? Yeah, and, and thanks, Jeff. Uh, I really appreciate the, the, the incredible coverage that you guys are doing uh, down there at NL. And, and I just want to say this to the people of Cowns. We are going to get through this. There, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, what we need to do now is follow, follow Dr. Henry's uh, directions, uh, stay home if you don't need to go out, and uh, re reach out to loved ones and neighbours and make sure that people are okay. I'm, I'm quite concerned about the anxiety and the stress, uh, you know, the mental health challenges that, that will come from uh, people, you know, being, being stuck in their homes. Uh, 
Uh, and, and last but not least, uh, camelscares.ca. Uh, if, you, if, you're, if you've got an hour here, an hour there to help others, uh, go to that website, camelscares.ca, and sign up uh, to help. Uh, and, and, of course, if you need some help uh, of some sort, you can also go to that site and register. Uh, I believe they're firing things up uh, uh, today. Uh, and so that's, you know, I've signed up. I'm looking forward to getting out there. It's uh, obviously, you know, with physical distancing in mind and all the rest of it, but, you know, doing what, uh, what I can to, to help folks. I encourage everyone uh, to lend a, a lend a hand to their neighbors and their, their family and friends uh, as best they can. And we will get through this, Jeff. Great stuff, Todd. Well, thank you so much. And, and thank you for the encouraging words there at the end. Really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we will get through this together. Thank you so much. And we'll, we'll catch up in the future. Thanks, Todd. We'll talk, talk soon, Jeff. Awesome. That was Kamloops South MLA, Todd Stone.